And there's so much that I want to do. And it would be amazing if there were like three of me to like get things done. And I have just found that it just buys back so much of my time. I can't believe it's free. Hi, I'm Neil Malik. Hey, I'm Jenny Streeby. Steve Sleeper from the Professional Beauty Association. Hi, I'm Philip Wolf, and you're listening to the Hair Game Podcast. Hey, listener, I'm Eric Taylor. This is an episode all about artificial intelligence. And when you do an episode about artificial intelligence, you don't get together with your producer Donovan and come up with your own titles. No, you ask the uh, current favorite AI generator, which is ChatGPT, to come up with titles for you. So that's what happened. Donovan inputted the entire transcript from this episode into ChatGPT and asked for titles. Uh, I think we got 10 titles back and we chose the following one. Uh, the ChatGPT revolution, colon, how AI can transform the hairstyling industry. That was our favorite one. So that's what we named this episode. So all very meta. If you don't know what meta means, look it up. Our Huntington Beach location is now open. If you missed it a few weeks ago, go to Salon Republic Instagram page to see Donovan's live look at the brand new space and to book a tour of your own if you work down there. Video versions of our episodes are available on the YouTube channel, free to subscribe. You can watch as I interview the guests and get the full experience from it. Now to my conversation with Gina Bianca. What's going on, girl? Not much. I haven't talked to you since 2020. <laughs> no way. It was that long ago? It was that long ago. We oh. were in the thick we were in the thick of it. My god, I remember our conversation and I was going to go back and I was uh, sometimes I, you know, with a returning guest, I'm like, you know, she's, you know, for the audience, you know, check out episodes X, Y, and Z. And I just didn't have time to do that. It's not necessary really to do that because people can just search for you on there. But I can't believe that it was 2020. If I had to guess, I would have thought maybe a year ago. No, it's going, it's going by really fast. Like time, I feel like isn't fast forward. Oh. I can't believe that it's been three years since I talked to you and it just goes by. It's like weeks feel like, I don't know, days feel like weeks or whatever, or the other way around weeks feel like days. Well, they've always know. warned me when I, when I was young, that time was going to speed up as I got older. And it definitely feels that way. You know, that we're planning things out six months. And it's like when you're in your 20s, you don't think that way, right? You don't think, you're like six months from now, I don't even know where I'm gonna live six months from now, much less like plan my Saturday. Absolutely, I can totally relate to that. I plan everything and it's, it's just crazy. It does go by so quick, the older you get. <laughs> so, I mean, I've noticed what you're doing. And by the way, we're in the episode right now. Uh, normally I count you down, but we're just in the episode right now. So I've, I've noticed what you're doing. Uh, but before we talk about that, let me introduce you for the listeners who maybe don't know you or, uh, didn't hear you on, on the first two episodes that uh, you had with the hair game podcast that they now know is from 2020. Um, you are a Connecticut hairdresser and salon owner. You're an independent salon business educator founder of the Mastermind Group and creator of this series of live education that you're doing right now called The Hairstyle, sorry, The Hairstylist Hustle, right? Yes, it's brand new. We just launched everything yesterday. Oh, super cool. Okay, I didn't know that it was breaking news, so we'll definitely talk about that. <laughs> it's breaking news. <laughs> uh, global director of Hair Color with Rusk, and you've got a podcast called The Gina Bianca Podcast, so you've got your hands full. Yeah, I have a lot going on. I don't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> so many different things. And it's so funny. Is, is this just endemic in our industry where like th there's a subset of hairdressers who just go crazy and do like 47 things all at the same time? 
Yeah, I don't know. I think the opportunity when you have your cosmetology license, people don't realize like how much you can do if you're motivated and if you have a vision. And, you know, I just am always coming up with ideas and I'm like, we should do this. And then, you know, I'll start it and then it just takes over. And, um, you know, that's kind of happened with a lot of the things that I do. Like the podcast, I was like, it can't be that hard to start a podcast. I'm going to start a podcast. So I just started it. And now we do episodes almost every Monday. I'm on vacation right now. Sometimes I just need a break (laughs) because I'm like, I just, I just need a break. I just need from the podcast. I'm not on vacation. Got it. You're taking Um, a, you're you're taking a, yeah, hiatus from the podcast. I totally understand because those weeks come very quickly. Oh yeah. And I honestly, like I do the best with my podcast when I'm like on a whim, you know, if I have to plan it too much, it's just like, I don't like them. So I do the best when I'm on a whim and lately I've been traveling. So I just did a tour for the last uh, three months. I did uh, 15 cities for my master class where I did hair and business. And yesterday was my last class for this tour and we launched the fall tour and over the past like month I've been traveling every single weekend so I was like podcast has to take a take a side (laughs) take a sideline real quick because it just gets to be a lot and you know I love to do it it makes a huge impact I didn't realize how big of an impact a podcast could have on people you know and I'm sure you hear this a lot like people will be like I like I get so much from your podcast or or Mm -hmm. thank you for doing this and I I was like a little shook like um at my class, people were like, your podcast changed my life. And I was like, you listen to my podcast. I still can't believe that people yeah. listen, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's super cool. The very interesting thing about a podcast is that, and I sometimes say this, so maybe apologize. I'm apologizing to my listeners if they have to hear me say it again, but it's this very interesting thing where you're sitting here with a microphone and you create some audio, you put it out there, and you oftentimes have zero feedback for a period of time. Of course, depending on like when I go on Instagram, and I just admittedly, I just don't go on Instagram as much as I used to, because it's, it's just a, a rabbit hole of, uh, of time. My time just disappears you know, when I go on. And, and so I, I don't get the feedback or, or a podcast host doesn't get the feedback the way that, of course, you do in, in a live sort of situation where you see people's eyes and, and you recognize what is uh, what they're absorbing and what is helpful for them. Podcast is not that way. And then, like you mentioned, now and then somebody will say something or I was at a hair show. I think it uh, the hair show a couple of weeks ago here in L.A. and somebody um, heard my voice and they're like, oh, are you uh, Eric Taylor? Like, yes. And I listen to your voice and amazing. Like, how amazing is that? That they know me by my voice only. And and so, yeah, so you bring up something that's very unique, I think, to podcasts. Maybe, maybe not unique to yeah. radio, you know, which goes back hundreds of years, maybe a hundred years. But but it's something that is unique, certainly for us. Yeah. And it's like, I agree with you. You don't get that instant feedback. Like I post a video on Instagram. I can tell how it's doing by the analytics, right? I like know if it's good or if people like it or how they respond to it with podcasts. It's like, I only know if episode is good if people are sharing it. Yeah. That's the only right. way I know if it's like good. It can get like a, as many downloads as whatever, but I only know I only think it's good if people share it with others. Like if I see people like tagging me and sharing it. So sure. I it's weird. I wish you could uh I wish you could have people like like an episode or something. <laughs> I know. So and and you don't even know well, if you see when it's shared on Instagram, but just because it's shared doesn't mm-hmm. mean that any of the recipients of that thing actually click on it and listen to it. So all we have in the podcast world, and the listeners probably don't know this, but all we have in the podcast world is wherever we host the audio file, uh, there's a couple uh, audio file podcast hosts out there, you see a number, which is a downloads number. And um, they've they've gotten better at uh, making sure that those are actual downloads. The last couple of years, they've changed some of the standards, but that's it. You know, and then you see a few things on on Instagram or or whatever. I get some DMs, and uh, but I really don't get that many DMs anymore. Our our downloads have gone up, but just not as many people are reaching out. Or maybe I'm just not paying enough attention to the DMs. 
but it's anyway it, it's a very interesting thing to do and and we keep doing it because you know we people keep listening and so as long as there's all you know growing downloads we're going to keep doing it but oftentimes it feels like you know i'm i'm the uh i'm, I'm the video gamer in my parents basement by myself i can relate to that <laughs> <laughs> okay so we did not come on here to talk about podcasts, which is very meta, by the way. We came on here to talk about AI. Uh, so I've introduced you, um, listeners. We had two episodes with Gina going back to 2020, um, two episodes back to back. So if you want to get more details about who she is and where she's been and how she's gotten to be Gina, you can go back and listen to those. But right now we're going to talk about artificial intelligence. This is something you brought up to us as something you wanted to talk about. And we immediately said, amazing, we'd love to talk about that. So I'm just going to throw you the ball. Where do you, yeah. where do you want to begin with this conversation? Yeah. So over the past couple of weeks, I've been like obsessing over AI. I've been obsessing over it. And I know there's a lot of different schools of thought on it. I know a lot of people think it's like the end of humanity as we know it. Uh, a lot of people have a lot of negative things to say about AI. And if you're on TikTok or, you know, if you're on Instagram, you might see some uh, AI generated content that may, might make you feel weird. Like they've got like Kanye West singing WAP. Like they've got his voice singing WAP. <laughs> they've got like Ariana Grande singing all different songs. And they're able to like take this like AI generated content and uh, put it out there. And I think there's going to be a lot of regulations and restrictions on it as far as like protecting art. I think that that's really important. And um, that's kind of where I stand on on all of that, because I I do believe that like, you know, I wouldn't want my voice being used by somebody else. So there's sure. like a lot of like pros and cons to it. Right. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to come on and talk to you about AI for hairstylists and, you know, the beauty industry, because, you know, this new technology, I feel like we're kind of at a turning point and it's almost leveling the playing field again, the way that social media did for hairstylists, you know, back in 2009, 2010, I feel like that's kind of when social media started to like really pick up. And that's when I started my career. I graduated school in 09 and I felt like I was at a major advantage. Like I was able to reach so many people and I was able to build my clientele so quickly. And I was one of the first people in my area to like really harness social media to grow as a hairstylist. I was going live on Instagram when the pixels were like, <laughs> like insane, not Instagram, Facebook. Mm -hmm. You know, I was like using it to build my business and I wouldn't be where I am today if it weren't for that technology. I just wouldn't have reached the people that I reach. It just wouldn't mm -hmm. have happened for me. Maybe, maybe, but you know, before that you had to have a lot of money to get on TV and to have an agent and to have like this exposure and social media kind of leveled the playing field and gave everyone a chance to be a star. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, today I'm, I have this like feeling that the, the playing field has been leveled again. You know, um, I just feel like life will never be the same after this technology has become available to so many people and life will go on as it does. But there's like this amazing tool available to you that I want to talk about today, which is ChatGPT. And you'll probably, uh, you've probably seen it, people talking about it on social media and um, a lot of educators posting about it, a lot of people becoming experts about it overnight. You know, you'll, you'll see a, a lot of buzz about it, right? And I've yep. been kind of studying it and I've been using it. And I didn't want to share anything about it until I kind of knew at least a little bit about it. Yeah. But I wanted to share with your audience some ways that I've been using it okay. and some advice to using mm -hmm. it. Uh, I'd also like to talk about, you know, what some naysayers have said about it and sure. almost kind of like play devil's advocate there. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I have a list that I wrote out you know, for your audience about ways you can use it as a stylist, salon owner, and as an educator or a content creator. So okay, I'd love to just share that with all of them. Absolutely. Before we get into it, though, let's define for any listeners who maybe don't know what ChatGPT is, and I, I'm guessing a majority do, but maybe there's some who don't. Okay, so there's this company called OpenAI, 
And, you know, it's a private company. It's funded by a lot of the big tech guys, including Elon Musk and, and, and a lot of them that you might assume. And uh, GPT stands for, uh, let's see, I, I looked it up, generative, uh, what is it? Do you know off the top of your head? GPT, no. generative pre-trained transformer. That's the GPT, generative pre-trained transformer, which, which means nothing to any of us, but really I'm just saying it because somebody might be asking. And do you know essentially how it works? So from what I gather, because I'm not an expert on the in, inner workings of it, I have been using it regularly for the past like three or four weeks. And I wanted to just share kind of ways that it's been helping me out Okay. But and maybe ways that people can use it. But from what I understand, it's an AI language model. You could input your prompt into it and it will spit back based on whatever prompt you're giving it. So the more mm -hmm. specific your prompt is, the better your answers will be. Right. Okay. So the, so Google is what we're all used to, right? We, when we Google search something, the, what, what Google does is Google has mapped out the internet and it, it, it Google's, um, uh, kind of coding system has mapped out how, uh, websites link to each other and the information that's on the websites. And then it gives you what they think are the most relevant links on a page. Right. And then it's up to you, the user of Google to click on one of those links in the hopes that you're going to find what you want. Chat GPT works a lot differently. So what, what ChatGPT has done is they've also kind of mapped out the internet as much as they can. And of course, this, this is very early technology. And they, by the way, admit that it's, this is in the, I think it's technically even in the beta phase. Mm -hmm. um, they have all this information that they have mined from the internet and they've categorized it. And so when you give it a query, a search inquiry of some kind, and like you said, very accurately, the better it is, the better response you're going to get. They take your, your inquiry and then they take all the information that they've gathered from the internet and kind of put together the most relevant bits of it and then they just give that to you. So instead of getting you know, 15 links on the first page of Google, and then you can scroll the next 37,000 pages of Google for other links. They give you one response. Right? Yes. And you can always regenerate the response if you don't like it, <laughs> yep. which is cool. Like they have just a button that just says regenerate. So if you're right. looking for something else, or if you're looking for it set a different way or something like that, it will give you multiple responses. And it's um, not from one source I, is kind of the main difference between Google and chat GPT. It's not from one source. It's probably from a lot of sources, maybe 50% from one source and then some other stuff from, but they don't tell you what the sources are, which is by, by the way, some of the um, so, so some of the naysayers say that that's bad. I don't know if it's bad or not. Okay, so now that we've kind of defined what it is for anyone who doesn't know, uh, go ahead. How, how have you been using it? So I've been using it, um, like, like you said in the beginning of the episode, I've got a lot of things going on in my life and in my business. And there's so much that I want to do. And it would be amazing if there were like three of me to like get things done. And I have just found that it just buys back so much of my time. I can't believe it's free, honestly. And I, I always go back to that saying that if something is free, then you're the product. So I kind of have that like in my head. Sure. So like, I get that. I feel like I have Google and, and so much Google, of what's on the internet, Instagram, yeah. Facebook, TikTok. Like if it's free, then you're the product. Mm -hmm. Right. So yeah. Um, you know, I, I have that kind of viewpoint on it. Um, I think that the most amazing thing that I did with it, and this is, well, I mean, not the most, I've done a lot with it so far. I'll give you some examples. Um, I work with Rusk. They asked me, what dates do you have available for the rest of the year? So I asked ChatGPT, ChatGPT, please generate me a list of remaining dates starting in July, exclude Saturdays, exclude Wednesdays, and exclude these dates. Put it in this format and make sure it's easy to copy paste into a spreadsheet. Boom. And, and so it that just was the entire inquiry. So you wrote all those words. Yes, I wrote exactly what I wanted it to do. And then, you know, at 
I started with, give me a list of dates starting in July to November, exclude holidays and seven days around them. Like I started there and then I just made my search better and better and better. And then sometimes it doesn't listen and I'm just like, no, and put it this way. And it's like, I'm sorry for confusing. And I'm just like, you better be. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm paying so much. And it much can't get mad at you. It can't, it can't get mad at you. So right. you know what I think is really cool? I think it's really cool that like a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs, they might have this like crazy vision in their head and like they expect everyone to read their mind. And ChatGPT can, can, can put your crazy ass brain into a concise paragraph. <laughs> so I don't know. Mm -hmm. But, um, mm -hmm. you know, that was one thing. And I was able to give them a whole list of my dates. And then I took the dates. I cross-checked it with my calendar, deleted anything that wasn't there. Because I do believe it's not a copy-paste type of deal. Like, you have to customize it. Yes. But I was able to submit a spreadsheet. I was able to send it right over. It took me about 15 minutes. And I was just like, wow, I feel like this would have taken me a lot longer. And I probably wouldn't have had been as accurate. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if I did it. And okay, it was very, very neatly presented. It was very neatly presented. And I was just like very professional. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I was like, yeah. I'm working with a company. I want to look professional, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it was just very nice and polished. And typically I would be like, hey, blah, 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 blah. Here are my dates, but not these ones. Like, you know, right. I would just be like a little scattered, right? Because right. I got a lot of stuff going on. So it just... You know, I could have one of my team members do that for me and just be like, put this together. It would probably take them like a couple hours, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but instead, I was able to just go in and just do it. And then, yeah. you know, I'm not bothering them to do something that, you know, sure, they could be doing something else. Sure. That's yeah, a one. Lot of, that's so just I, one. That's one. And and I, I think I want to emphasize the real value there was in the formatting, in the creation of... Yes. The large sample of dates and the formatting of those. And then you have to go in there as a human who knows your calendar and strike some of those dates. But that's much easier than creating the entire thing from scratch. Yeah, I also told it only include dates that I am available two days in a row. Like so that they could book two well, days with me. Okay. Like that okay, was another well, way. Okay, but hold on. So did it know your calendar? No. So I okay. just did like list me available dates and do it in two day increments. So it would be okay. like Sunday and Monday. And I had a whole list of dates that I included from my tour spreadsheet. I just copy and pasted my tour and I inputted that. And because there are dates around that where it could include two days, but if it didn't know those dates, it wouldn't be able to. But it was just very nice for data entry. Like it was just very nice to stay organized that way. Very cool. And then, okay, what next? Um, the other way I used it, um, I launched this program with Olivia Smalley, OMG Artistry, mm -hmm. my um, associate Bridget Reddington, and my associate Ashley Albert. We started this program called Educate with Influence. It's amazing educator training uh, for educators to build their following and be more effective in their marketing. And um, I built this whole program with them, and it's amazing. And I built the whole website. It took me a month to build this website. Sorry, my video. Um, it took me a month to build this website and it was beautiful. Like my website is beautiful. What did you use to build it? Everybody, um, Kajabi. All okay. of the copy I wrote, all of the course descriptions, like I wrote this beautiful website for our team, okay? Mm -hmm. And the reason I keep emphasizing that I wrote it is because it was freaking gorgeous. <laughs> I proofread it myself. However, I took my entire, our entire website and I ran it through ChatGPT, just paragraph by paragraph. Okay. And I just wrote proofread and check for grammar, but don't change anything else. And okay. it made everything so perfect and elevated. And I was like, I feel like I would have to pay someone so much money to do sure. this and it would take like a month sure. to get it done. So, so give us an example of, of some of the changes that it made. Is it, is it simply, um, grammatical errors? You, you misspelled something? Yeah. Grammatical errors. And, um, just like if something sounds weird, like, you know how sometimes you could type something, it could be like a super run on sentence. Like that's what it was. Like a lot of it, it was just like, Oh, like long winded. 
right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was able to kind of take it and just run our site through it. So it just sounded more polished and professional. It's like, it was our content. It was our marketing, but it just polished it for us. And I felt like so relieved that like I felt comfortable that our site is super professional and beautiful and it relays the information right I also had it rewrite some headlines you know what I mean it was like I was like rewrite this headline it just I want it to sound more impactful and I was like write me 10 other options and I put the headline in and it will generate like 10 other options for you to use very interesting wow yeah it just is inspiring like it's inspiring because it's just like oh it's like having a brainstorming session that would normally take two hours yeah and just like inspire you with ideas sorry about this ray of light in the video (laughs) well it's it's a little bit um what's the word You're, you're like a deity in, in the video <laughs> and the listeners unless they're watching on youtube which they're going to be able to do um it looks like, oh, like gina like jesus has come down and is shining <laughs> upon you because the rays of light coming in from the window behind you are are divine it's too much i'll go over <laughs> here that's better okay. that's better <laughs> okay so i'm gonna go to chat gbt I'm going to log in. They ask you to, you know, sign up. You got to make an account. Okay, I'm going to go there. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to have ChatGPT title this episode for us. Okay. You know what you should do before you do that? You should upload like the whole transcript, the whole transcript. Because you could upload, if you transcribe this, you could upload it, swear to God, you could upload the transcription and then you could have it write you a description, write you a caption to market it. You can have it discuss in bullet points what we went over and you could have it recommend titles for you. Okay, that's fantastic. And we're going to do that. But of course, (laughs) as we create the transcript, we don't have the transcript. So while we're live on the air here together, I'm going to type in, give it, by the way, you just type in, you Google, you Google chat GPT, right? And then it comes up, open AI, you click on it, you give yourself an account, it's free, put in your email, whatever. And then you get your little search box there. And I'm typing in and correct me if you think I should change my query. Give me a title for a podcast episode about... Wait, hold on. Uh You should put with at I am Gina Bianca because it knows who I am. Okay. Okay. How about this? Give me a title for a podcast episode about AI for hairdressers with. um, At I am Gina Bianca. Okay. With. I am Gina Bianca. I'm going to put us in there, too, and the Hair Game podcast. Yeah, it will find who you are and give, like, a... Okay, so I'm going to read it again. Give me a title for a podcast episode about AI for hairdressers with I am Gina Bianca and the Hair Game podcast. Okay, here it comes revolutionizing the hair industry ai's impact on hairdressing with i am gina bianca i am gina bianca and the hair game podcast that's pretty good i think it's good i think but i think it would be i think it would be better to have more info about like what was discussed sure because then it will it will kind of know more and I would always ask it to generate 10 possible names. Okay. So give me 10 titles. Give me 10 titles for a podcast episode um, about what? How AI can improve. Streamline your business. Okay. About how AI can streamline. A business, a salon business. How about that? Yeah. Is that good? Mm-hmm. A salon business. Should I leave in four hairdressers? You could. 
Because it's okay. just a title. It's going right. to only be a couple of words. Okay. I clicked save and submit. Okay, it says, sure, here are 10 possible titles for a podcast episode about AI for stream. Okay, da, 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 da. Number one, revolutionizing salon operations, the power of AI. Number two, Facts. AI in the salon industry, opportunities and challenges. Ooh. How AI is changing the way we manage and grow salons. Love Trans that. Transforming customer experiences with AI in salons. How about this yes. one? Maximizing efficiency and profitability with AI tools for hairdressers. 100%. Okay. I'm not going to read them all. Okay, so I think the listeners get the point. That's pretty awesome. It's amazing. And, you know, I want to just go back to, like, you know, there are some naysayers. Like, there are people in the industry who will say, like, it's not a good idea to use AI. It takes the human out of everything or it's inauthentic or it's not genuine. And I think like personally, like I understand like people could have that mindset of anything with artificial intelligence, but I do feel like if there's an amazing tool that could save you time and I'm using it, why can't you use it too? And I feel like some people might maybe just don't want you to have it because like maybe it will help you grow to where it may threaten them. I don't know. I feel like there's like, you know, some people don't want you to have this because they don't want you to have the opportunity. And I know that sounds like a little weird, but like, I don't know. I hear people say it and I'm like, but I know you're using it. So why are you telling people it's bad? <laughs> like That's why? So like I'm using it constantly and I want to give a tip for using it but I'm using it constantly so if I'm able to bang out three ebooks and you're having a hard time putting together an idea for something why would I not give you this tool you know it's like it's like I feel like it is essential to share this to elevate the beauty industry and that's my mission it always has been Sure. And that's why I wanted to get on your show and talk about it. Cause I feel like your audience would like it. And I just wanted to talk about it. Like with somebody who would like, you know, be into it. Yeah. So, I'm you know, totally I want people, it. I want people to have this tool. I think that it's amazing. And I think, you know, if you really learn how to prompt, which I think will be an incredible skill set to develop over the next few years is like how to prompt properly. I think if you could really learn how to use, utilize it, it will buy back a lot of your time and help you stand out. And totally. be organized. You know what a Luddite is, do you? What is that? A Luddite. The Luddites, a long time ago, I don't know, 100 years ago, this was a group of people who didn't want to use the new technology at the time. And there might be a couple listeners who are like, oh, yeah, it was like the, the loom or whatever to make pants or, or whatever. But it was a new technology to do something uh, much better. And I think it actually did have to do with apparel. But um, th this was the Luddites. And so since then, that term was used to define those people who rejected any kind of new technology as being threatening and having a deleterious effect on society at large. And of course, this has been going on way before the Luddites were called Luddites. Um, uh, people were afraid of the, the latest tool that the caveman had in order to, you know, kill the, the animal to eat it or whatever. And this will always be the case. And a lot of people, I mean, how many people were dogging on social media, you know, in, in the beginning and, uh, you know, refused to use it. And I'm not, I'm not implying, by the way, that social media doesn't have any uh, downside to it. It has plenty of downsides to it. But There's a downside to everything, though. Yes. And, of course, it's up to us to use things for positive or negative. And how are you going to know unless you try it? Certainly something that everybody should go on and play with. Yeah, and people will use ChatGPT for evil. They will. That's the human condition. We're humans. Just like mm -hmm. people use social media for evil. Uh, just like people use a car for evil or a gun for evil. Like Everything. people will use a tool 
to be evil if they're evil. And I think that that's just something you can't really hide from. And what you can do is do your best to like learn and educate yourself. And if the tool is available and it will benefit you, then use it. And if you're not Mm -hmm. into it, then don't use it. Right. Now, but I wanted to put out there because there is, oh, sorry. Please. Go ahead. I was going to say that uh, the tool, the tip that I want to give you at ChatGPT is it's not a copy paste type of deal because uh, some people say like not to use it for your Instagram captions, that it will take away like your voice. And I agree with that. Um, I had uh, ChatGPT rewrite something for me and I even went as far as to say, um, I actually took an old Instagram caption that I wrote and it's totally my voice. It's like that, you know. I don't give a fuck voice. It's like, can I, I could say fuck on here, right? Of course. Okay. Yeah. So it's like this, I don't give a fuck voice, like elevate your business, like clients who disrespect you and who won't pay your prices. Like, you know, you, you got to move on or you have to add value. And it's like one of those captions that was like super like me. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I put in chat GPT and I was like, analyze this, analyze this and describe Gina's voice to me. And it was like, Gina's voice is very empowering and very, um, like concise and blunt. And it was saying all these things. I'm like, yeah, that's my voice. Right. And then I wrote like, save Gina's voice. I was like, save Gina's voice and remember it for future prompts. So I was like, okay, cool. It has my voice. Yeah. So I was like, cool. It has my voice. Within your account. So you search with it. What's that? within each chat. So with when you open ChatGPT, you have your chat and then it saves all of your chats. So right now, if I open my Educate with Influence chat and I'm like, write me a caption for Educate with Influence, it will know everything about Educate with Influence because it remembers everything in the chat. So every ah. new chat you create is like a blank slate. But if you want to continue using a chat and you like, I have one for my hair sales hustle tour for educate with influence. I'm writing an ebook on how to create a thriving salon culture. So I'm able to like revisit those chats and it already has all of the information. So I, I had to analyze. So I had to analyze my voice. And then I also created um, an audience, a custom audience. I was like build. I was like, I, I want to speak to an audience of hairstylists who want to elevate, who want to make more money, who want more time with their family, who want to work less and make more, and who may not have the confidence to raise their prices, who maybe need to develop better boundaries. I'm just spitballing here. I'm like putting mm-hmm. in the audience that I want. I'm like, their pain points are this. They really enjoy this. Like the same way you do an ICA. Uh, ideal client avatar. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, remember this audience? And I put in quotes, I was like, as um, business building audience or whatever, because that's usually what I talk the most about. And so I asked ChatGPT, I was like, write me a caption uh, or write me, write me something in Gina's voice uh, talking to this audience. And it did it, Eric, but it did not sound like me. It was not right. So I was like, so I immediately was like, I'm not going to use this. It, it, I could, but my audience knows my voice. My audience reads things in my voice. (laughs) So, um, and I think part of the, part of it is the podcast, you know, so I cannot lose my voice. Right. Mm -hmm, And -hmm. I think that's something that AI is not going to take away. Like you can't, Mm -hmm. you're not going to lose your voice unless you lose your voice. So instead Instead, what I've been doing is I've been just like, cause I love to write. So I will just write straight from the heart and for like 20 minutes, it will, what will you not proofread, run on sentences, complete shit. Right. But it, my idea and my voice and my terminology is there. And then I use the proofread and check grammar and it just, it makes it perfect. So I prefer that over having it use your voice. If you're doing general copy, I don't see it being a problem, but if you're trying to like, like my eBooks are always in my voice. Um, when I'm literally, I will literally just write for like 40 minutes. Like I wrote my whole salon owner story cause I'm doing this new eBook with the, um, how to build a thriving salon culture. I just wrote from my heart for 40 minutes. It looked like shit. I ran it through ChatGPT. It was so long. I had to run it through like six times um, because there is a there is a character limit. And it was so good. I still have my husband proofread it. And he's like, "Uh, I don't like this. And I was like, well, that's what I said. And he's just like, well, say something else. (laughs) Yeah. You know, but it's like, I don't know if I would try to totally automate it, but it's really good to kind of know like the type of voice you want. You could even ask it to make a uh, say this in the voice of Donald Trump. (laughs) 
you could Very say like anything and it's it will be the like best book in the world it'll be like this is magnificent it's a tremendous <laughs> like 80 times yeah <laughs> uh it was funny uh, you could be like <laughs> say this in the voice of lady gaga and it will write you a song <laughs> Very interesting. It's so fascinating. So I just typed in, as we were talking, I typed in, give me a potential, give me a list of potential clients for hairdresser services in Woodland Hills, California. Now, that was not specific enough because it gave me 10 categories of people, you know, women and men of all ages who want to maintain. I was actually looking for specific names and just to see if it actually has, you know, a database of of actual residents in, in California. But, you know, that's just an example of something you could play with. That's really cool. Yeah. And another thing I use it, uh, used it for, for my tour, I'm doing 23 cities and I needed to provide my host salons with some captions and some hashtags and all of that. So I just wrote, give me the top five hashtags for hairstylists in San Diego, California. And it just, and I actually did that. I was like, give me the top five hashtags for hairstylists in these areas. And I just copy pasted the whole list from my spreadsheet and it mm-hmm. literally did a perfect list of all of them and some of them were weird i was like i'm not going to use this one because mm-hmm. you always have to check it over it's yeah. not a copy paste if you yeah. use it for copy paste and try to streamline like or automate completely i feel like you will lose that you definitely will lose authenticity and nobody yeah. is gonna like it i mean just to be clear you can copy and paste into whatever you want but you have to edit it you have to read it use your judgment Right. You don't you don't have to, but I would strongly recommend you do like people are going to do whatever they want. I just yeah. I felt like even though I prompted it perfectly, I prompted it perfectly. It didn't sound like me. I was like, this is not sure. it, it's too it's too chipper. Like I'm not a chipper person. I'm more <laughs> like direct. Yeah. <laughs> it was too it was like, hey, hairstylist friends. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> it was yeah. weird. Sure. So you do have to like look at it. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is a brand new tool. And well, I say brand new. They've been working on this shit for, you know, 10 or 20 years. But, you know, this is one of the first times when it's been made available to the consuming public in this in this form, uh, which is what makes it special. Uh, and, but it's very early is my point. And so it's going to change. It's going to improve. They make that very clear. And uh, it, it's very, very fun to play with at worst. And at best, um, it's something that could be very, very beneficial. Even if you just use it for proofreading and grammar checking, like um, I'm, I like to think I'm a professional person, but I'm a little rough around the edges. And like, I get a freaking two million emails a day and I got everyone asking me questions 24 seven. And sometimes I'm very short with people. Like I'm very short with people sometimes and it's a negative of my, of mine. And um, what I've been doing, I had to write an email about something and I was like, write me an email um, to blah, 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 blah about X, Y, and Z. Make sure you include this, 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 and this and make sure it has a warm and thankful tone. And it wrote me this like beautiful email and I literally copy pasted it and sent it because it had all the information I needed. And I was just like that much more professional, you know, and I'm sure it probably shocked that person. They're like, um, she's not writing me back in two sentences. Um, but like I can, I can go into chat GPT and I can just like spitball what I want and I can, and when I'm not worried about it being perfect, I could just speak from the heart. Right. It's more like, it's more effective. I can say exactly what I need to say. And I'm like, okay, rewrite this. So it's professional. Right. It's just very nice. Okay. So I wrote into chat GPT, write me a message to my hair color clients, encouraging them to come into the salon. Dear valued hair color. And that was pretty simple. Like, I think I, I'm, tr- I'm so doing this basic. on the fly. Uh, so basic. Uh, I'm doing this on the fly. You know, I could have said something more along the lines of what you just said to the audience, which was, you know, be professional or be this or be that. Um, but I just wrote something very general. And it gave me back. Dear valued hair color client, I hope this message finds you well. As we navigate through these challenges. <laughs> 
<laughs> like right out of the gate. It's like, what? As we navigate through these challenging times, I wanted to reach out and let you know that our salon is still open. <laughs> and oh my fully, God. <laughs> and fully operational, adhering to all the latest Wait. health and safety protocols Eric, recommended Eric, by local. <laughs> if chat GPT thinks we're in troubled times, <laughs> it's actually, I think it's actually only pulling from 2021. I think the new version is yes. coming out. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't. 100%. I think it's kind of old. Yes. So, so that's a that's a very important thing, and they've been saying this publicly that that a lot of this is not updated, and and that's why you you have all the, they have all these disclaimers like you know don't freak out if it's not perfect, because it is pulling from in the past, and so that's why you're getting all these like COVID era. Uh, uh, phrases in here. Safety protocols, latest health recommended by local <laughs> authorities, it says. We are still open. It just it, sent me. <laughs> as, a, as a hair color client, I know how important it is for you to maintain the vibrancy and health of your hair. That's why I wanted to personally invite you to come into the salon and experience the expertise and care of our stylist. That's not bad. I mean, if somebody's like super professional and formal. Uh, we, oh, here we go. I don't think that's here. bad, but Go ahead. And, and of course, this is for somebody who's like, I don't know where to begin, right? This is, yes. for, yeah. Um, and then it goes on. We understand that the pandemic has been stressful for everyone, but we want to ensure you that we're taking all necessary measures to ensure, okay, blah, 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 blah. So, you know, I'm just giving everybody an example of what can happen here. Like you could probably say, or you tell me, Gina, so I, I could change this query to say something I like one. mention nothing about what safety covid or what you could tell it not to say anything let oh, me on. let me write it, one okay in the query can i make multiple sentences like you know yeah period, you could put whatever then, you want you could write a book okay. in there all right don't mention covid pandemic safety protocols or the fact that we went out of business. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. So let's see what it gives me now. Dear valued client, we hope you're doing well and enjoying the beautiful weather. It's assuming that the weather's been beautiful. We wanted to remind you that it's been a while since we've seen you at the salon and we miss you. Exclamation point. That's kind of nice. Our team of expert hair colorists are here to help you achieve the perfect shade that complements your skin tone and makes you feel confident and beautiful. As we enter the summer season, it's the perfect time to refresh your hair color and add some highlights or balayage to your locks. Our salon uses only the highest quality hair color products to ensure your hair looks and feels amazing. And don't forget that our salon also offers additional hair service, such as haircut. So why don't you book an appointment with us today? We'd love to catch up and help you achieve your hair goals. That's pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. And then it even has best regards, and it tells you where to put in your name and the salon name. Yep. Okay, so you're writing something now. Yep, I'm just feverishly writing. All typos run on sentences. I said, write me an email to my clients who I haven't seen in 90 days and encourage them to book an appointment. Give them a 20% off discount for blonding services that will include an amazing conditioning treatment. Mention that all of my services include a blow dry and a haircut. Let them know that I know they get busy, but making time for themselves is a huge part of mental health and self-care. Let them know my salon is a safe space for them and that I miss them. Let them know I'm also offering a new keratin treatment that only takes an additional 30 minutes and is perfect for summer to fight frizz keep the message to under 150 words and uh, use the code use uh, I think that's good okay let's see what it says 150 words yeah Subject. that's not a lot not a lot <laughs> yeah. you use probably more than 150 words right there oh yeah but see that's what I like to do I like to just spitball it mm -hmm. and go for it and, it, and th what I think this will eliminate the most of is writer's block like people oh, who are in a terrible, like if you're like depressed and you're having right. a hard time keeping up with your content or whatever, and you just need something to like spark yeah. an inspiration, like this is, it will help you so much. So this is what it said. It still looks long. Hold on. 
write this shorter 100 words. I wrote rods, not even words, and it knew what I meant. <laughs> I feel like my brain goes faster than my fingers sometimes. <laughs> All right, subject, Always. we missed you. It gave me a subject line, too. Missed you, enjoy 20% off, plus summer keratin treatment. We miss you. It's been too long since we saw you at the salon. Remember, self-care is vital for mental health. To help you prioritize it, we're offering an exclusive 20% off on blonding services now with an amazing conditioning treatment. Our services always include a blow-dry and a haircut. Exciting news. We've introduced a new summer keratin treatment that fights frizz in just 30 minutes. Perfect for the season. Our salon is safe space for you, and we'd love to have you back. Book your appointment now as spots are limited. Let us bring that healthy glow that makes you feel fabulous. Looking forward to seeing you soon unbelievable i would just say i would say rewrite this to 100 words include a call to action and only mention Mm -hmm. keratin once yeah like i would prompt it to be better it but of course you can make edits according to your voice and how you feel and you know take out exclamation points or add exclamation points and all that yes Mm -hmm. but i mean that's that's 95 percent right there and you just kind of shine it up a little bit and that's good to go. Yeah, and then most booking softwares have that uh, feature where you could email clients who haven't seen you in 90 to 120 days. So if you're looking like your books are a little empty, like why not run that? Me and my assistant, oh my brand manager, Bridget, we always say run it. Like anytime we come up with a good idea, we're just like, run it. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, you're slow, look at your books. You're like, dude, like where is everybody? Run yeah. it run a promo people are like don't discount run a promo like 20 percent off is better than zero dollars and stress just run it (laughs) okay so this is so fun i could do this with you all day uh on air here but uh unfortunately we can't so any final words for the listeners yeah so thank you guys for listening and spending your time i'm always honored when people spend their time listening to me um, and my education and thank you for having me on the podcast if you're a stylist who wants to try chat gpt and it's your first time using it use it as your assistant or a sounding board like if you have a client who's unhappy and emails you or message you put their email in chat gpt and ask it write me a professional response to this client it can streamline your customer service you don't have to ask 50 people for advice you could literally get an amazing answer in 20 seconds. Uh, Salon owners, this could help you in writing policy, proofreading, help you with your training programs, help you write job descriptions and job ads. Educators, it could help you in all the ways that I listed. And, you know, content creators, it could help you build all of these amazing content calendars. You just have to learn to prompt it. So Mm -hmm. I'm teaching a new class coming up. Um, It's called the Hairstylist Hustle. It's going to be in 23 cities. You could hit GinaBianca.com for all of the info on that. We will be discussing AI, but we're mainly going to be talking about how to become a recession proof hairstylist and how to grow your business. I'm also releasing an ebook on ChatGPT and a few ways to use it and some more ebooks coming up soon. So I hope to see you guys throughout my the rest of my education. You could always follow me on Instagram at I am Gina Bianca. Your calendar for the hairstylist hustle is very impressive. I mean, I'm looking at this thing and I'm starting to sweat looking at the different dates, how many dates you have on there. You definitely are hustling and people are appreciating appreciating it. The community is appreciating it. I'm appreciating it. So thank you very much, Gina. And can't wait till I see you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad we could bring this conversation to hairstylists and hopefully they could use this tool to help elevate their business. Yep, totally. Hey guys, hope you liked that episode about AI. Please leave us your opinion as a review on the Apple Podcast app. Here's what you do. Scroll down to ratings and reviews. Those are two different things. The rating is just you hitting the purple stars. Five is the best, obviously. The review is hitting the purple stars and then writing a review. You actually write something in there. So we love the reviews because it educates us on you know what you guys think and that's extremely important to us. That's why we do this. We don't make money on this. We don't do advertising. We don't make money on advertising here. Okay, so next week's episode will be Melissa Maloney. Until then, have a great week.